What is up, gorgeous soul? Welcome to the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Fisher. I'm an energetic leadership coach for soul-led entrepreneurs, and it's my mission to help raise the vibration of the planet through helping people just like you elevate their impact and income through subconscious healing, embodiment, mental and emotional alchemy, as well as energetic mastery. This podcast is for leaders who are committed to stepping into higher levels of leadership through taking radical responsibility over their healing, their liberation, and pleasure. If you're ready to ditch the traditional way of operating in your business and step into being an embodied as fuck leader in every edge, corner, and aspect of your life, then come and join us inside. Welcome back to this week's episode, everyone. I am so excited. Today I have Capricia Richards with us, and she is just absolutely amazing. I had the pleasure of having her come in to speak into the certification program that I was a part of over the past six months. She did this incredible workshop all around sensuality and pleasure, and so I'm just so pumped to have her here. She is a breakthrough and sensuality coach for high-performing women. She helps CEOs break through to their next level with deep holistic and sensuality practices so that they can live a life of more ease and flow. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. I love how you say that. Mm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me, Rachel. My pleasure. So, I would just love for you to share a little bit more about you, your journey into becoming a breakthrough coach and sensuality coach and all the things. What's on your heart to share? Because I feel like people are just going to be so madly in love with your energy. So take it away, girlfriend. Ooh, I love that question. Um, So my journey really began about five years ago. Um, I had just moved back home from living in Australia. I was an au pair. Um, and I was working for the government, had a good old eight to five job. And I always knew like, I cannot be tamed. (laughs) I always had a different perspective on life. Um, and at the time I was really passionate about health, Mm. um, because I had my own health issues and I really wanted to help other people overcome what I had overcome. And so, um, I got certified in personal training And I eventually ended up quitting my job and I went full-time into personal training. And I really fell in love with not even just like the physical aspect of helping people get to like their goals, but like being able to talk to my clients in those sessions and, you know, talk about deeper level things and, okay, what are you really going through? And I really saw how um, therapeutic it was for them, like that aspect of it. Mm. And so, um, you know, naturally with that, I was going through my own journey personally of personal development and just diving deeper into myself and understanding who I am. Mm. Um, I am just a naturally kind of like curious person. I want to be the best that I can be. Like, what do I need to do? What do I need to figure out? Um, and so naturally my business kind of evolved with that. The more that I got deeper within myself, the more that I healed, um, I kind of just let it take, take its course. And in true manifesting generator style, 
can't mm-hmm. stick to one thing for too long. <laughs> I really just allowed my heart to guide me um, and just to listen to myself and honor like, okay, this is what I'm really passionate about helping people with and I'm just going to go with it. Mm. And so um, my journey has really been about um, stepping more into my feminine energy, really healing that part of me. Um, I grew up in a single mom home, you know, strong black woman, you know, and so I kind of took on that kind of mindset. Mm. And so my whole journey has really been about allowing myself to soften and be vulnerable and open up my heart and not be so guarded and protective. And I realized that's what a lot of like really high performing women themselves were needing as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's just snowballed into this beautiful, beautiful business that I've been able to create. Um, And yeah, I've helped probably close to a hundred women. I've worked with close to a hundred women at this point. Um, I have a multiple six-figure business now, and I just absolutely love it. And I can't wait to see where, where else it goes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing all of that. I <laughs> just adore your energy so much. And, you know, it's funny. I feel like so many people that I connect with, because I also worked in the fitness industry before I shifted into coaching. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's been several clients I've had and so many people that I even connect with who are, you know, just creating massive ripple effects of impact as coaches now, like worked in the fitness industry. And it's so it's just always fascinating to me how that seems to be like a very common theme that I'm reflected back in my life. Yeah. And I'm just honoring your process. And I love everything that you share, everything that you embody. I fucking love your pole dancing like videos. Like I'm just like, <laughs> this woman is powerful. Like I just admire you so much because I want to do pole dancing too and so every time I see your videos I'm like yes (laughs) the funny thing with with pole dancing is um when I had first started my feminine energy journey I had the story that oh I'm not a I'm not a sexy kind of person and like I don't pole dance like that's not professional um And where I live, I was one of the youngest personal trainers at the time. And so I I felt like I had to like be professional all the Mm. time. And so people could take me seriously. And there was this story that being sensual and being sexy is not, you can't be taken seriously if you do that. Mm. And so I really had to heal through that. That was one of the biggest, biggest things. And I didn't realize how liberated I would be from going along that journey. It initially started with me just wanting to like take a little break from the gym. I've been lifting weights for 10 years. I'm like, I want to do something different, something (laughs) else that's challenging. And when I took my my first pole class, I was like, this is not just about getting a new skill. Like there's something else here. Mm. Oh, that's so powerful. And I mean, I've even noticed in just since I've started dancing more intentionally, like frequently, like just what that evokes within me, there's just this part of you that awakens like this, like, like you said, this like sensual, sexy part of you. And I just, I, I like intentionally put a mirror in my office so that I could actually see myself dancing. So I was like, okay, it's time to like really learn and tap into that like sensual, sexy part of me. And I think that 
I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I know that there are a lot of women that really struggle with tapping into that aspect of who they are. And I know that's something that you are so, so skilled at. And and I know something that you help people with around um, is womb healing. And could you speak more into that a little bit and like what that means and what that looks like? And I'm just sure that there's so many people that are going to be like, oh my gosh, I need this. (laughs) So yeah, with womb healing, um, essentially as women, most of our wounds and our trauma is actually stuck inside of our womb space. Mm. And so when we aren't really connected to our sacral, our sexuality, all of that kind of stuff, all of that trauma is just sitting there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of these things are very subconscious. We don't realize that it's actually playing a role in the moves that we make in our day-to-day lives. And so in my coaching practice, I really focus on helping women to tap back into that space Mm. because it's so healing because we haven't really been taught that we haven't been taught to connect with that part of ourselves. It's, it's kind of this piece where we've been taught you only go down there when you're like having sex Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and then that's it. And so um, helping women to like have this connection with that part of themselves every single day. Mm. So, so rewarding. That's so beautiful. And, you know, I, I would say it's been about a year and a half now since I started to tap into like my womb magic. I've, I, you know, I'm doing a woman's circle with one of my dear friends who does some work around this as well. And I mean, even just something as, I mean, I guess it's not necessarily simple, but to me, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, why wasn't I taught this? Like even just like connecting with the different aspects of my cycle, like connecting with the energy that I embody in these different seasons and learning to tap into the magic that each of those seasons hold and working with them instead of feeling confused about my body or confused about why I feel a certain way. And I mean, I can even speak from firsthand experience, like the, when you take that responsibility over starting to like really connect with that part of you, whether that's like, you know, your physical womb or the energetic side of your womb, if you're someone that maybe doesn't have one, but had had one, the energy, the essence of that space and how sacred it is. I mean, that's just so beautiful. And I'm, I'm so stoked that that's something that you're helping people with because man, oh man, it's, it's so needed. It's so needed. And it's really important because, um, that's where our creative energy lies. Mm. And so can you imagine if we have been going through our lives, not even having tapped into that and seeing the amount of amazing things women have been able to create? Mm. Can you just imagine if more women actually got tapped into that part of them? Mm. Unstoppable. Mm. Yep in their businesses and intimacy relationships, it just changes everything. So powerful, so beautiful. And I definitely feel like, you know, more and more people are starting to realize that, you know, sexual energy is creation energy and they're, they're synonymous with one another. And that's when like things like, you know, sex magic become like really exciting and enticing and, you're able to use this potent energy that we all have access to, to manifest, to create, to heal, to evolve. Like it, it's, it's so, so potent, so potent. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, something I've realized in my coaching practice is um, a lot of women have gone through certain programs that more so promote like, okay, how to have an orgasm and mm. the vibrators and the crystal wands and all these different things. And what I realize is a lot of women aren't used to holding pleasure in their bodies and like using it for themselves. They're so mm. used to like, just, okay, rubbing it out and getting it out. I got to have sex. I got to do this just to get that out of my body because we're not used to like sitting in pleasure mm. for long periods of time. And so one thing that I teach my clients is to actually run that orgasmic energy through their own bodies and use that power towards their own manifestations without needing to like have sex to get it out. Oh, that's so beautiful and so yeah. powerful. And like you said, like so many of us aren't used to holding pleasure in our body. And sometimes what can happen is if you're unfamiliar with pleasure, it's like you feel it. And then you're like, oh no, like there's like, it's like even like an unconscious thing. You're like, ah, oh, this is, there's something wrong or like, this isn't safe. And, and yeah. so I, I mean, the value of that work is, is just beyond words, truly. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. And I know that's something that you also are so like, I mean, I, I just like love your content so much. I'm just going to hype you up this entire podcast. <laughs> um, you share a lot about the light and dark feminine. And I'm just curious if you could go into a little bit like what those archetypes are and how do we actually start working with them? Yes. So dark feminine energy is my jam. And here's why. So um Dark feminine energy is actually our most unfiltered, unprogrammed parts of ourselves. So to actually tap into your dark feminine energy, it's actually about unbecoming. Mm. It's an unlearning process, basically. And um, what I found is helping women to tap into their dark feminine energy, it connects them to getting out of being this nice girl, Mm. holding boundaries from this place of like self-love instead of, oh God, I got to protect myself. Mm. And just being in this like queen regal energy because you like deeply love you. Mm. And from that space, you get to love and appreciate everything else from there. And so the dark feminine energy, a lot of times people will think it's, you know, I've got to wear black and red lipstick and, you know, (laughs) and that's definitely fun, but it's more of like this energy of groundedness. Mm. I've taken off, I've taken off the mask. I don't feel the need to perform anymore. I'm just me. And I get to have everything that I desire because that's just what it is. I just get to have it period. And like believing in that fully, like running that through your body. And from that space, what that looks like is the light feminine energy. Mm. You get to be in the light feminine energy when there's no worry in your body. Mm. So the dark has to come first. Mm. That is Mm -hmm. powerful. Yeah. It's like, it's essentially like a shadow work process of, you know, not shoving those parts in the closet, but actually 
inviting them out to play and to work with them to create something new. Oh my gosh. I feel yeah. like I'm in that period. I'm like, I must be going through this right now. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty powerful when you start to integrate those parts and versus shove them away. And then, like you said, it's like through the work you do with that dark feminine energy, you're able to embody the light. And that's like mm, magic. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that energy is what's magnetizing. It's what's alluring and sexy and hot and all these kind of things. Is is that kind of like unapologetic? I am who I am because I've seen all the like deepest depths of myself and I'm not afraid of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like once you see those parts and can feel those parts and love those parts, then you're no longer needing to hide them because you're not afraid of being like found out, so to speak. It's like, here I am world. Oh, and you know, that's such a huge thing. I think, especially for entrepreneurs is, is like deprogramming that like good girl programming that like need to be liked by everyone. And I know that this is an edge that I've rubbed up against so many times over the past four years. Oh, in I my think business. we all have. Oof. Oh, and like, I feel like sometimes like I'll have like a big breakthrough around it and I'll be like, oh yeah, like here I fucking am. And then it's so sneaky. Cause if you're not, you know, consistently working with these parts of you, you can sometimes fall back into those old ways of being. And all of a sudden you're like, damn it. Like I did the thing again. Oh, yeah. It's going to forever be a process. You know how they say new levels, you'll have new things that come up, right? Mm-hmm. You're embodying something that's deeper. And so it's going to call something deeper out of you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And that's, I guess, you know, a really big reason why this work is like an ongoing practice. It's not like a one and done, you're good. It's like, hey, we're going to work with these parts of us forever. We're always growing. We're always evolving. And that means those parts are going to grow and evolve in their own unique ways as well. So I just, I, I love how you said that it's really about the, you know, embodiment of of the the dark that allows the space for the light to to really shine through that's so magical and I we talked a little bit about pleasure and I'd love for us to kind of dive into that a little bit more as well just around the conversation when it comes to yeah like sensuality and pleasure like how do these play into and why are they like so important to work with in our business good question Um, so a lot of people think that pleasure is I've got to take a bubble bath. I've got to go buy myself a diamond ring. (laughs) You know, I I have to eat chocolate every night or whatever the case may be. Pleasure is simply being in the present moment Mm. and like feeling so good in the present moment. As I'm sitting here talking to you, I feel so just emotional because I feel so good. Mm. And that's how you know you're in deep pleasure when just you can be in nothing and it almost brings you to tears because you're like, oh my God, I I just, I just love so much. Mm. So when you can be in this space of presence, the way how that comes into business, if you're a coach, is you can really meet your clients where they need to be met. You can actually hear what it is that they're saying without you being in your head thinking of, okay, what do I say next? Okay, I need to follow the process of, you know, my methodology and all these different things. Mm. 
all of that gets stripped away when you're in your pleasure. Mm. Same thing with sensuality. Sensuality is about being connected to all of your senses. Mm. Again, Mm -hmm. being in this present moment, like, oh my God, it feels so good. I, I feel I, it's, it's impacting me. It's coming into my skin, what it is that you're saying and what's on the other side of me. Mm, that's so beautiful and so powerful and I love what you said about you know pleasure being this it's 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 presence and I I know for myself the moments where I feel the most pleasure it's like space and time dissolve it's like this nothingness but everything at the same time and Mm. I feel it when I'm in nature or when I'm you know, just laughing and playing with my partner. I feel it on coaching calls. Like, you know, those calls where you just almost go into this vortex of just magic. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, an hour has gone by already. And it's just, it's in those moments where, and I mean, even have like goosebumps talking about (laughs) it because it's, it's in those moments that you feel like you're, like you're just so alive. Like you're, you're connected to that, like quantum love and it's just so bad. It's just so powerful. And I think that something that I, I've had, I've, I remember so many times in the past several years of having those moments, like, or like witnessing myself where I've like, maybe had like a couple days of feeling like really, really fucking good. You know, those, those days where you're like, damn, I'm doing yeah. fucking awesome. And then those thoughts of like, oh, well I can just stay this way forever. Like this can just be forever. And then like recognizing that like the human experience is complex and that like we can always go back to the the presence and the pleasure, but we do have these like other experiences. And so sometimes I I know for myself, like I've had to remember that like the contrast is Mm -hmm. actually quite important because it's like that contrast, those moments where maybe we're have a little, little bit of a, a time where we're, you know, have a little sprinkle self-doubt here, maybe something like challenges us, actually is like an invitation back into mm-hmm. that pleasure versus like a roadblock. And that's been really helpful for me because I know a few years ago when I'd have moments of pure bliss and then I'd like have something, you know, challenging happen, I'd be like, why? Like, why can't I just stay in the pleasure? And and reframing yeah. it to, oh, well, those other experiences are like an invitation back into my essence. It has been very helpful. <laughs> Quickly interrupting this week's episode to invite you to Potent and Prosperous. This is my new six-week group coaching experience to help you move through imposter syndrome, entrepreneurial fear, and release self-sabotaging patterns. Did you know that almost 84% of entrepreneurs experience imposter syndrome in some way, shape, or form along their journey? That's exactly why I created Potent and Prosperous, because this is truly about you stepping into your most potent and prosperous self. It's time for you to harness the potency of your subconscious to create sustainable success, embody your potent essence, and see yourself as whole, worthy, and wildly capable. You're going to want to click the link in the show notes and back to today's episode. And I think this is why it's so important for um, female entrepreneurs to understand their feminine cycle. Because Mm. with male identified people, they're on a 24 hour cycle. Mm. We're on a 28 day cycle. So you're not going to be in this high 
for the whole time. So really understanding, okay, I'm going into my luteal phase. I'm about to start tapering on down. You know, my patience is going to be a little bit slimmer. Mm-hmm. When you when you know that cycle, you don't beat yourself up so much. You don't wonder like, oh God, I was I was just so high energy and like pumped. Like what's happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that was really game changer for me. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. I remember it was about two years ago, getting this book called Period Power. And it explained like in very good detail about like the different seasons and the cycle. And I remember the first time reading about the luteal cycle, a phase of the cycle. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy. Like I actually like had this like huge epiphany of, wow, like now I understand that I I actually like it's it's you know kind of like the luteal phase is like your your autumn right is that correct and then you're yeah so it's like you know you're starting to like wind down and then like when you're menstruating you're you know in your winter and it's like you just want to curl up and hibernate and like you know not really be bothered by anyone and I feel like inviting in that knowledge and energy into my business and and even just going as far as like I haven't been like totally on top of it lately but in the past, even planning my launches around like when I'm in like, you know, making sure that like, if I'm doing like a live thing that like I'm ovulating so that I'm hella magnetizing, you know? <laughs> but yeah, it's just been, it's been a really beautiful journey. And I think that, you know, even just kind of speaking into pleasure, but like relating it to money now, because I know this is something that you are so skilled at speaking into. I, you know, I'd love for you to speak into like just how to tap into the essence and and the energy of of money and like how would someone go about receiving money with more pleasure and ease? Because like let's say let's say for example like somebody you know they're they're in like they've been in their business for a while they're you know things are doing all right maybe they even like have experienced like a dip in their income and now they're getting frustrated and now they're feeling like you know, oh my God, is everything going to crash and burn? Like, how do we get back into integrity with that pleasure with money? Mm. So the way how I look at it is um, whenever there's like a dip or anything like that, I'm like, oh God, okay. You want me to step into my next level? I see you. All right. What do you, what do you need me to learn? So having fun with that, like, all mm. right, I'm going into my next level let's freaking go. Let's do this. What do you need me to learn? Bring it on. Cause that's all it is. Mm. That's really all it is. God universe just needs you to embody something deeper so you Mm. can have your desires. That's it. There's nothing more. It's not like, Oh God, maybe I need to like, you know, what am I not doing? It's not, sometimes it's it's not that deep. Mm. Mm -hmm. And when we can like get ourselves out of thinking that it's so deep I feel like we can get ourselves out of that hole I'm putting quotation marks (laughs) out of that hole a lot faster especially um you know us coaches who are more like spiritual and we take our embodiment work very seriously sometimes we can think like oh god I gotta do more work oh god I gotta do more work it's not working sometimes it's just time and space and patience Mm. and just loosening the grip a little bit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. I love what you said about sometimes it's not that deep. 
because I remember, I think it was about six or seven months ago, I had a conversation like with one of my coaches about this because I experienced like kind of like a weird, weird launch, weird month. And I was making it mean something about me. Absolutely. I was like, I'm not doing the things right. I'm my energy's off. I have more healing to do. And she's like, Rachel, wait a second. She's like, you're doing the things, girlfriend. Like, you know, you, if anyone out of anyone I know, like you're like deep in the, the vibes. She's like, what if it's not that deep? What if it's just an opportunity to just be like, cool, we're shifting. Maybe, you know, maybe it's taking a new action, like, you know, a fit, like a more masculine based action in your business. Maybe it's not about meditating more. You know, maybe it's not about doing more work. I'm doing quotations as well. Work on yourself. And I think that that's so powerful for a reminder for anybody listening is that, of course, depending on who you are, like there's multiple different, you know, things to take into consideration, especially maybe you're not someone who's doing, you know, a lot of embodiment and mindset and energy work. Maybe that is right. an invitation to go that way. But I know most people listening are like very immersed in, you know, personal development. And like you said, sometimes it's not that fucking deep. Sometimes it's just like, like you said, like, cool. Thanks for the invitation into my next level. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Sometimes we need a little bit more of that masculine structure. Are you doing all of the things that you need to be doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you actually planned out what you're going to post? Have you actually created numbers? Because mm. our brain technically needs things to hit so that things can come into physical manifestation. Yep. Absolutely. If we don't know what we're going for, then it's, it, it can't be, um, materialized. Yeah. And I know for me personally, that was something hard, hard for me to get. I was so hard headed around that. I was like, no, I don't need all of this structure. I can just go do whatever I want. And this is why you need to know what kind of mentorship mm. is good for you. So one of my mentors, she's more of like the masculine structure systems, and she kind of grounds me back into that. So sometimes, like you said, it's not about I need to meditate more. It's I need to actually create a plan and a system and stick to it. Oh, yeah. Music to my ears, girlfriend, because <laughs> literally when you were like, oh, like I resisted the structure literally Rachel for two years up until recently. <laughs> I, like, I'm sure my, my previous coach that I worked with for a couple years probably wanted to bang her head against the wall sometimes because I'd be like, no, like I don't do that. Like I don't, I'm just like, I flow with it. And now that I'm scaling, I'm like, Mm-mm, that shit doesn't work anymore, Rachel. Like we're not flying by the seat of our pants anymore. We need structure. We need a plan. And cause the reality is, is that like, you know, strong structure that feels aligned is what supports our flowy feminine energy. There you and if go. we don't have that structure, then our feminine's like, everything's crashing and burning. Oh my God. <laughs> go. That's it. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It's, it's wild. And yeah, that balance is really where I think that like money likes that, that balance too. Money's like, yes. Oh, can you show me the security of where I'm going when I land? Cause like, I think so many people, you know, talk about wanting more money. They talk about desiring higher income months, but then it's like, well, do you know where that money is going to land? Like, cool. It's going to get put in your bank account, but like, where is it going? Do you understand your money? And that's been a huge, huge thing that I've been working on lately is like 
I've got the, I, my partner does a lot of the like CFO stuff in our business and like, just being like, we got the spreadsheets, we're doing the things because you know what? Like, I want to make sure that money trusts me. I, yes. I, tr- I, I don't need to trust just money. Money also needs to trust me. Mm. Yeah. Um, something that I talk to a lot of my clients about is expanding their container. Mm. So a lot of times we'll say, okay, I want to do 60K months now. Is your container prepared for that? Mm. If, if $60,000 worth of clients, whatever were to come right now, are you energetically ready for that kind of fame, for that level of clients? Are you ready? Mm. And a lot of times we're not. Yeah. Yep. That's huge. So really doing the work to feel safe Mm. and number one, okay, maybe I don't want 60 K months. Let's bring it back a little bit and not feeling bad about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of times I feel like, um, this is something I used to do. Let's say I'm doing 10 K months. I would want to go to hundred K months the next time. (laughs) And what I realized that was this, um, always wanting to keep myself in this fight or flight mode. Yep. Right. And so we self-sabotage by creating these crazy goals that our container, our system isn't ready to handle quite yet. So that's something too. That, that is powerful. That is very powerful. And what you said about the, the self, the self-sabotaging, because like something that I found really interesting is when I started to learn about how we get addicted to our, our own suffering. Yes. And like, there's this, I haven't read this book, but I've, I I know the concept of it and I really want to read it. It's called like existential kink. And it's all Mm -hmm. about like how you like get turned on by your suffering. And I started, I remember when I first started learning about this, I was like, oh my gosh, Rachel, you love the inner drama. You love, you love stressing yourself out because that cortisol, that adrenaline puts a fire under your ass and there's some part of you that gets off on it. Yeah. And so I kept doing it and I kept doing it and I kept doing it. And it's been a huge pattern. It's, and I'm still in the unlearning process. Cause this is, we're talking like, I'm going to be 29 in a month. Like yes. We're talking like years of programming to be in fight or flight years. And a lot of people are there. A lot of people are there still. Yeah. And then we, we make it mean like, okay, I need to do more work. No, <laughs> sometimes it, it isn't about that. Sometimes it's about taking self-responsibility, mm-hmm. pulling your own self up like, yo, sis, bro, this is what you're doing. Admit that you love that because that's mm-hmm. the first step is like admitting and then being like, okay, all right, I see it. What am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so powerful. And I'm great. I'm grateful we went into this part of the conversation because I think that this is a part of like a lot of people that teach about money and, and, and that kind of thing. They like kind of miss the mark sometimes on like this whole aspect of the conversation around like how, you know, is your like actual energetic capacity like available for the amount of money? Cause that money represents people like systems that you might need to implement. Like it, it's not just this like elusive thing. Like it, it represents something that's probably bigger than what you see in front of you right now. And then also just, you know, the whole conversation around like actually, 
you know, like admitting to yourself when, you know, you might be self-sabotaging, but kind of getting off on it unconsciously. Like, it's- yeah, because you get to stay in the story of, oh, nobody wants to buy my programs and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> nope. <not doing> that. <laughs> nope. Uh, I, I just, I love this conversation so much. And I, like I said, I've said throughout this whole podcast, I just admire you and your work. And I am so grateful to have connected with you and for all the juicy things that you've shared today with everyone. Um, before I get you to share with everyone where they can find you and how they can work with you and all the things, something I always ask anyone that comes on the podcast is what does being an embodied leader mean to you? Mm. Mm. I'm very big on embodiment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say embodiment is again, being in the present moment. Mm. What do I need today? Mm. Sometimes, yes, you might have this, you know, thought out plan. I'm going to, you know, go live for 15 days and I'm sticking to it. You have to have this fine balance of, can I push through this? Or, you know what? I need to take a day, get me together. There's some things that I need to journal on. I need to move through. And I'm going to do that. Mm. To me, that's what embodiment is, is like getting in touch with your intuition, making sure it's your intuition and not the program that's talking to you and trying to act like it's your intuition. Mm. Like, no, you should just stay in bed <laughs> when it's really, no, no, I need to get up. <laughs> yeah. Having that fine balance of really understanding yourself and that takes time. I I really want to stress that getting to this point takes time. Mm. Mm-hmm. We don't just wake up and then we're embodied. Mm-hmm. Embodiment takes time, patience, practice every single day. Mm. But to me, that's what embodiment means. Um, whatever it is that you coach on, whatever it is that you teach on, making sure that you walk that talk even when nobody is watching. Mm-hmm. Oh. Even when you don't, you don't have to record it and put it on your story, but are you doing it? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that so much. Oh, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I would love for you to share where people can find you, how they can work with you and all the things. Yeah. So, um, you, I've recently blown up on TikTok. I must say, (laughs) um, so you can find me on TikTok or Instagram. My username is Caprivana, two A's at the end. Um, how you can work with me. I love doing complimentary, um, sensuality calls, just a quick chat. And we can talk about where it is that you want to go at your next level and see which programs are best fit for you. Beautiful. And I'll make sure that I include all of your links in the show notes. Mm, Thank you so much for your energy, for your time. Anyone listening, please feel free to reach out to either of us. Let us know how you enjoyed the episode. You can screenshot and tag us in your stories on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you all next week. Bye.
Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I am so grateful to share this space with you. It would be my absolute honor to connect with you further. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram, send me a DM, let me know how this all landed in your body. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week.